welcome to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What's up? Welcome to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. I am so happy you're here, and I can't believe it's taken me this many episodes to actually talk about the topic we're going to be chatting about today, which is it's not like our health and our hormones is not just about nutrition and supplementation and movement. We are holistic beings and we need to acknowledge the fact that our mental and emotional health has a direct effect on our hormones. So that's what we're diving into today and I'm really excited about it because the mental and emotional aspect of our health is one of the most... um exciting parts to me lately. Like that's what I've really been diving into a lot now, especially because it, you know, it all started with nutrition for me. And that's where most people start when they are transforming their health and their hormones and really on a new path. And this is not me saying that nutrition and, you know, movement is not important because it absolutely is. It's one of the pillars. It's part of our overall well being. So we can't ignore it, but. We also need to understand that just because nutrition and movement are tangible doesn't mean that it's the only thing that's important for our well-being and our overall health. We are holistic beings. We have a physical body and we also have a mental and emotional body. And if we ignore one, then the whole thing is off. You know, like it's 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 not just like oh, okay, I'm going to hyper focus on my diet and then everything will be fine because I've tried that and that doesn't get true transformative results. That's why I focus on nutrition, lifestyle, supplementation, mental and emotional well-being because it is so important. And the reason, let me give you a little backstory before I dive into, you know, some tips and what I'm actually talking about because Obviously, at the time of this recording, it's 2020. It's December of 2020, which is absolutely insane. I I actually can't believe that it's December right now. Like, I'm sitting next to my Christmas tree, and you know we have Christmas decorations out, and it doesn't really feel like the holidays for so many reasons. You know, the holidays are looking different this year because at the time of this recording, we're you know kind of having a second wave of COVID right now. I live on Long Island in New York, and Things are just, you know, still not normal. I mean, things are never going to go back to the way they were. We, we have to really acknowledge that and accept that. So it really doesn't feel like the holidays, but that is how this whole topic came about. Because the other day I had a full on meltdown, like full on sob, snot everywhere, hysterically crying in the car with Chris, my boyfriend, because we were chatting about the holidays and what we were doing, you know, figuring out if we're going to see our families, how we're going to do that, the capacity of which we're going to do that given the circumstances and how you know he gets exposed to a lot of people because of where he works and if we want to be around some of our high-risk family members, it's a whole thing. So that is what really sparked the whole meltdown. And 
I'm sure you could connect with that because while I have not been affected in the way that many people have, and I truly acknowledge that, and my heart goes out to everyone who's dealing with a lot more loss or grieving loved ones or losing a job, like there's so much pain that's going on in the world. And while I am in a much better situation, and I fully acknowledge that, I also need to acknowledge the fact that I am so affected by this. Every single person literally on the planet, not just in America, on the planet has been affected from this pandemic, which is wild. It's crazy that like, I don't, I mean, not in my lifetime, has there ever been something where every single person on the planet has been affected by this? And it's crazy. And this isn't a whole podcast on COVID because, you know, that is boring and we've all heard enough about that, but I'm just giving you a backstory of why this came to be. So as I'm having this meltdown, I'm, you know, after I cried for, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 minutes, I felt so much better after. And it's, I really had this thought. I went on a walk after and I was like, I need to talk about this on Instagram and on my podcast because we really need to focus on the fact that our mental and emotional well-being affects our health and our hormones. So if you're new to this and you're like, how does that even make sense? How could my emotions actually affect my overall well-being and my health and my hormones? Let me give you a little example so you can kind of understand it. So when you get really, really excited about something or you get super nervous, like you're about to walk on stage, like let's just like imagine this, right? You're about to walk on stage and speak into a crowd of 50,000 people. You're the only one on stage. The cameras are all pointing at you. There's lights down. Like you have to give a speech, a public speech. What are you going to be feeling? Most people will feel like a pit in their stomach, like butterflies in their stomach. They'll feel their stomach drop. They might feel nauseous. You are getting a physical response from your body simply from an emotion. That is proof enough that our emotions and our physical well-being are all tied together. So the angle that I'm talking about this today is how it actually does affect our hormones, and I'm going to go through how, and then a couple of tangible tips that we could take to really move through this. Because just like we brush our teeth every day, we need to be doing mental hygiene um, like tactics, mental hygiene strategies every single day. Because if we don't, just like if we didn't brush our teeth every day, what would happen? We would have a buildup of plaque all over our teeth. If we don't do simple strategies to like have mental hygiene, our emotions are going to build up and eventually cause overwhelm, eventually cause that meltdown, cause us to maybe snap at our partners or our sisters or our kids, our parents, or cause us to feel like super depressed and unmotivated and fatigued. Like this is why we have to implement mental hygiene strategies because if we're not processing our emotions, they're going to build up whether you consciously or not, whether you consciously or unconsciously do it, it's going to happen. They are going to build up just like plaque on your teeth build up. Think about how disgusting that would be if we didn't brush our teeth every day. Hopefully twice a day at least you're brushing your teeth. And if you didn't, think about what that physical manifestation of the plaque would be like. Now think about that analogy in your brain with emotions. If we are not acknowledging our emotions, 
paying attention to what they actually are and allowing them to process and move through us, they are building up on our brain until we literally explode. Like that's actually what's happening. So our emotions, it's not bad. Like these emotions aren't bad. I don't believe that any emotion is good or bad. They are just messengers. So in the book, Choose Wonder Over Worry by Amber Ray, I highly recommend it. If you don't already have it, I will put it in the show notes. But she talks about this concept of how emotions are just messengers. They are sending us messages. They're not good. They're not bad. They're simply just messages. So if we are not paying attention to those messages and we are just pushing them down rather than allowing them to process through us, we are building up this plaque of emotions and on our brain and we have to know that that is affecting our overall health. It's affecting our gut, especially women. We hold a lot of emotions in our gut. And our gut, I mean, if you have been part of this podcast for even one second, you know how much I'm obsessed with the gut and how much it is the center of everything, especially our hormones. So by holding emotions in our gut, that is affecting our health and our hormones because our gut holds 70% of our immunity. It also produces 90% of the serotonin that we produce in our body, which is the feel-good hormone. It also is responsible for absorbing nutrients, nutrients that are needed for processes and functions in our body, as well as producing certain hormones. And it also is responsible for eliminating toxins and excess hormones out of our body. So if we're holding on to negative emotions, that is going to be stopping the process that our gut needs to go through. So going back to that example of like that pit in your stomach or that drop in your stomach or that feeling of butterflies, when we have those um, like I don't want to say negative responses, but when we have those responses to emotions, that signifies our fight or flight nervous system. So we have a parasympathetic and a sympathetic nervous system. The parasympathetic is the rest and digest nervous system. When we're calm, we're good, we're just chilling out. When most of us are not in that um, nervous system most of the time, most of us are in the sympathetic nervous system a lot, which is a fight or flight. So when we're feeling that fight or flight, it's affecting our gut. And especially if you're eating when you're in this stressed out state, our body, it's called rest and digest for a reason. We want to be in a restful state when we're eating so our body could properly digest our food. Because like I said, our emotions are directly connected to our body and they give us physical responses a lot of times in our gut. So if you are in a fight or flight response when you're eating, you're not going to be able to properly digest our food and that's going to cause bloating and gas and constipation and all this stuff. So if you're someone who's like, I've been working so hard on my diet and my nutrition and working out and I still can't shed this weight. There's a lot of things that could be going on there. It could be blood sugar imbalances, insulin resistance, inflammation. I mean, there's a ton that could be going on, but we also have to acknowledge the fact that we, our emotions could be playing a part into that. We hold on to things. We could be holding on to fat for security or safety. There's an emotional aspect to it. So the point of this is we need to be including into our daily life some mental hygiene strategies. It doesn't have to be a ton. could be super easy, but it needs to be something where we are allowing our um, emotions to process through our body so we could then release them, let them move through us, process through and release them because we are not our emotions. They're simply that. They're just emotions. They're just messages. So once we allow them to process through our body, we don't have to be controlled by them. We don't have to let them run our life and we don't have to allow them to build 
build up until the point of overwhelm or the point of a mental breakdown or a panic attack or severe anxiety and depression, which of course there's a lot that goes into that also. It's not just you know an emotional thing, but that is a huge aspect of it. So, oh, also, okay, so let me talk about the hormone. I'm like kind of going a bunch of different directions, but I really think it's important that we talk about this. And actually, I named this podcast Mind Your Hormones because of this, because I wanted to talk about mindset. I talk about mindset with all my one-on-one clients in my group course. We focus on mindset. We focus on the mental and emotional strategies that we need to implement in our day alongside of diet, lifestyle, and nutrition, and supplementation because it's part of it. And and that's I'm not going to just speak to you in my group course about nutrition and supplementation because you won't get a true transformative result. And I want my clients to be in a high level course where you are getting a full transformation. And in order to do that, we need to focus on all these aspects. So that's why I named this podcast Mind Your Hormones because I wanted to include that mindset aspect to our health. So Okay, the hormone aspect of it. When we are stressed out, when we're feeling all the feels like many of us are, especially this time of year, we release a hormone called cortisol, which is our stress hormone. When cortisol is increased, it causes our progesterone to decrease. Our progesterone is a hormone that is necessary for pregnancy. It it holds onto a pregnancy. That is the hormone we need to hold onto a pregnancy. But it's not just about that. It also supports our metabolism, our thyroid, our skin, our hair, our bones, our moods. It supports so many aspects of our life that when we do not have sufficient amount of this um, hormone, it's going to affect our, our our whole overall health. It could cause irregular periods. It could cause us to have thyroid problems. Our, it could cause us to not have a um, you know sufficient metabolism. It could weaken our bones. It could also cause some anxiety. So this is where the hormone aspect comes in. And we are we use progesterone to produce cortisol. So the more that we're producing cortisol, the more we're stressed out, the more we're over-exercising, the more we're not processing our emotions and we're in this fight or flight state, the lower our progesterone levels are going to be, which means the more health implications, the more hormone imbalances we're going to face. So that's the hormone piece to it on like a physical, uh, like scientific level. So I'm going to give you a few options of my favorite practices for our mental and emotional health. And of course, everybody is different. So you take what makes sense to you and try it out. And if you haven't tried any of these things, don't write them off before trying them. Because a lot of times when we are introduced to something new, we're like, I don't need that. I'm good. Like, I'm not really that stressed out. Like, I'm fine. If you're a human living in 2020, you are experiencing stress. I don't care who you are, you are experiencing stress. Whether you know that it's affecting your health and your hormones and your mental and emotional health or not, it 100% is. It might not be affecting you as much as it's affecting other people, but it definitely is. Even without 2020, just in normal daily life, from past trauma, from childhood, from just the experiences we go through day to day, we have a mental and emotional body that needs to be attended to and nurtured. So here are my favorite practices. Journaling, meditation, movement, and like walking in anything in nature and walking, especially in nature without listening to music or doing any type of podcast. So, or or listening to any type of podcast. And if you're listening to my podcast while you're walking before this, before your walk is over, pause this podcast and walk 
like in silence for at least 10 minutes, I promise you it will do you so well. You'll even be more creative. You'll just feel so much more calm. Your mind will wander instead of always flooding our mind with so much outer noise and information. While I am 100% the person that is always listening to a podcast, I'm always doing something. I do make an intentional effort to journal, to meditate, to when I am walking outside for at least half of it or at least 15 minutes of it, I will not have any type of music or podcast in my ears because it really is a therapeutic, um, like I really feel like I'm going to therapy when I do that. Like honestly, it's what really helped me get through the first quarantine was walking outside. So I highly recommend that. Journaling is an amazing way to really process through your emotions. Again, this is like free therapy. And if you've never journaled, you're like, I don't even know where to start. Start with a gratitude practice. Just write down three to four things that you had, that you loved during the day that you're grateful for. And I don't mean big things like, oh, my house, my family, my career. Of course, you're grateful for that. And that's amazing too. However, I want you to write down small things that you can look for in your day because whatever you look for, you're going to find. And if you know that at the end of the day, you write down things you're grateful for, it helps you look for those things. And even at the end of the day, when you, if, even if things went wrong throughout the day, like for example, today, my car battery died. I had to go get a new battery in my car. It wasted a lot of time. I was like, well, and it was like the first thing I did in the day. You could allow that to ruin your whole day, but you could also look at the other amazing things of the day. Like I got to go for a walk today. It was really sunny. It was cold, but it was sunny and I got to go for a walk. I listened to an awesome podcast, you know, whatever it is. So at the end of the day, when you're starting your journaling practice, write down three to four things that you loved during the day. It could be super small. Like you had an awesome cup of tea. You really liked your workout pants that you wore today. You had a great workout. You talked to a friend, like something little. And then from there, when you're first starting out, you could just write about your day. Just start writing about all the things you did in your day and eventually things will just pop up and you'll just start writing things that are in your subconscious that just come out and you're like, where did that come from? And then just roll with it. What I would do is set a timer for a good 15 minutes and just let yourself write. Again, you could start with gratitude. You could start with writing about your day if you don't know where to start and then just let your pen flow. And it's such an amazing way to process through your emotions. And then meditation, start small, start with literally even three minutes, like just set a timer for three minutes. You could do a simple breathing practice where you breathe in through your nose for a count of four, you hold for a count of four, and then you exhale through your nose for a count of four. You could do a cleansing breath first, which means you inhale for four, hold for four, and then exhale out your mouth and let it all out first. That's what I like to do. And then I do just the nose breathing. Literally, it could be for three minutes. There are free apps like Guided, um, shoot, what is it called? Oh, Insight Timer, Calm, and there's another one that I love, Um, Insight Timer. Oh, Headspace. Insight Timer, Calm, and Headspace are really good ones. They have free guided meditations. You can find them on YouTube, however you want to do it. Start really small, whether it's in the morning or night, and then you can work up from there. Movement, of course, is an amazing way to help with our mental health because we're moving our body. We, you know, process things out. Also, yoga is awesome for this. Any type of movement. And then again, being in nature, whether you're just sitting at the beach or you are sitting by the water, you're sitting outside, you're going for a walk outside. 
anything in nature truly helps reduce our cortisol levels, helps nourish our nervous system, which is so crucial for our hormones. So we cannot just think that by focusing on diet and lifestyle, uh, diet and and supplementation, that we are going to get the true results that we deserve because like I said, we are holistic. Everything is connected. Your emotions, our mental health, our physical body, it's all one and we need to treat it like that. So I am encouraging you to think of how you can um, implement some mental hygiene in your daily life. And it doesn't have to be all the things I just mentioned. I wouldn't recommend starting with all those things because that's not feasible and that's not sustainable. So pick one, start with that. See, and if you're like, oh, I don't really like this one, try another one. And it could be something I didn't even mention, you know, like playing an instrument. I don't know why that just came into my head, but playing an instrument could be something that you like to do or like knitting or crafting or whatever it is. Coloring, oh, that's such a therapeutic practice, which I definitely need to do more of. Drawing, singing, whatever. Just find something that's therapeutic for you. Work through your emotions because it is going to help your overall health and your hormones. And this is why I truly focus on this in my group course because I do not want my clients to come to me and just get a roadmap of, okay, eat this, don't eat this, move your body like this, and then like see you later. That's not what I'm about. Of course, I'm giving them a roadmap of what to do, but I'm also explaining the why. Like, why are we getting these symptoms? Where are they coming from? How do we actually understand our body. Like we, I believe that every single woman deserves to understand her body in all aspects, mental, physical, and emotional, and use the tools we have at our fingertips, like nutrition, like lifestyle, like these mental hygiene habits that we're talking about to really improve her hormones, overall health, and then our quality of life. So that's really what I focus on in my group course. And if this is something that you're like, I'm really committed to transforming my health, to like really changing my lifestyle at a core level, you are in luck because my group course, I'm currently signing people up for the next round, which is starting in January. And I would love to hear more about your story, what you're working on, what your hormone health is like, and how I can assist you in this process. So I'm not going to go into all the details. I'll put it in the show notes. I've talked about it before, but I know I didn't want to make this really a longer episode, but I kind of went on tangents. However, if you are interested in really learning about your body and using nutrition, lifestyle supplementation, learning about your mindset, your mental, emotional health, how it all connects, and how you can truly change the quality of your life, please DM me at Corinne Angelica on Instagram. I only accept a maximum of 20 women in this group because I really want to keep it a small, intimate group so I can pour into each of you individually. So please come DM me. I want to hear your story. I want to hear what's going on with you and if I can help you and if this is a good fit for you. And so many people message me and they're like, oh my gosh, I was so nervous to message you. Thank you so much for answering. Please do not be nervous to message me. Of course, I'm going to answer you. I want to hear from you. I absolutely love when you message me because it helps me know who's in this community, who's listening to it, what type of people are in it, like what some of your problems and your pain points are. It really helps me create content and just feel more connected to you because while you maybe know me a little bit more than I know you, I want to get to know you. So come DM me at Corinne Angelica if you're interested in this group course or just to say hi and we could get talking and see if it's a good fit for you. And just, I would just love to say hi and thank you for being part of this community and sharing it and just helping me spread this important message. So I truly appreciate you. 
Uh, Let me know how you like this episode. I know it was kind of different than my other ones, but it really was on my heart to share it with you. So I hope that you enjoyed it and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Please implement some of these practices and see how it just transforms your entire life. I'll talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.